Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, this week I want to continue a discussion I had started on Twitter this past week. And what I had said there was that Zimbabwe's maize production is in bad shape and the country may have to import about a million tons in order to fulfill its domestic shortfall. And South Africa is in a position to be able to supply that maize. Many people read those numbers and were somewhat a little bit dismissive of them. And the others were asking how will Zimbabwe make that payment and a whole range of discussion that uh, followed up. And I want to go back to actually provide some bit of context about how did I come about those uh, numbers and why maize production in South Africa is slightly different from Zimbabwe's fortunes um, of a reasonably big shortfall this year. Now, South Africa has had a good agricultural season, and this is a point we've made in previous segments. If we focus on maize, which is a key topic of this discussion, South Africa's maize production in the 2022-23 production season. So this is a maize that was planted in October last year, 2022, and is harvested uh, this year from around about May 2023. It is estimated at about 16.1 million tons. You take that and you compare with the previous harvest. This is up 5%. And it's also the third largest maize harvest on record in South Africa. Now, if you consider the fact that South Africa's maize needs are around about 11.8 million tons, I like to round that off and say roughly 12 million tons. That's what South Africa needs for its animal production and its human consumption. You can almost divide that number in half or put 6 million tons for animal production and put the rest um, to human consumption. And if you consider that and you consider the carryover stocks that South Africa must have going into the next season, Uh, And then when you think about the season, you have to remember the marketing season are usually a bit forward from a production season. We talk about the 2022-23 commercial production season. That, of course, coincides with the or corresponds with the 2023-24 marketing season because you start marketing this crop now and you go all the way into May next year. In that marketing year, South Africa could have over 3 million tons of maize for exports. And this large maize harvest in South Africa is really because of large yields uh, that we managed to achieve in a number of areas, not so much about the increase in area planting, because if you compare the area planted this year to the previous one, it's slightly lower than that, but the yields are good. The crop in South Africa, though, did not start in good footing, and this is another point we've made previously. And it's clear even if you're looking at how the season is going right now, because this is uh, a month behind the schedule. And we had excessive rains at the start of the season from October going all the way into December to an extent that some farmers planted a month or a month and a couple of weeks beyond the typical planting window that they would plant. The usual planting window in South Africa is from mid-October going into somewhere around about end of December, depending on what area you are in. In the West, mid-October, mid-November going into mid-December. In the East, mid-October going into mid-November. But it depends on which area you are in. But most farmers had to plant at the beginning of this year because it was so wet and they were unable to plant. But fortunately, 
uh, the worst didn't materialize. We had feared for poor harvest and poor crops and that even the areas that planted late outside the typical planting window, they will be disrupted by frost later in the season, which would weigh on the yields. But if you look at what's happening now in South Africa, the yields are great. So the guys have done reasonably well. We may have that 3 million tons for export markets. So that's the story of South Africa. But if you contrast that with the neighboring Zimbabwe, Neighboring Zimbabwe had an excellent start in the season. They planted on time. There was favorable rainfall in Zimbabwe from October going into November, and that allowed farmers to till the land, good soil moisture. But then in December, they were hit by a dry spell. And that adversely affected, of course, the young maize and a new crop that had uh, just germinating in Zimbabwe. And as if that was not the worst, there was a, a cyclone Freddy in Zimbabwe in late January, which then came into the crop that had already been damaged by heat and really wiped some of the areas out. To an extent that if you look at Zimbabwe's maize production this year, I talked in a South African context about 16.1 million tons. You look in Zimbabwe, the crop is, is, is bad. For 2022-23 season, Zimbabwe's crop is estimated at about 1.5 million tons. That is even half of what we think South Africa could export. That's their production. But of course, when you think about production disparities between Zimbabwe and South Africa, you have to consider the area planted is not the same. The seeds that are being used are not the same. The various inputs like agrochemicals and fertilizers are not the same. So Zimbabwe is still lagging on that, which is why they are mazes more. But on a yield perspective, South Africa, we talk about six tons per hectare on average across the country. There are areas under irrigation that have a double-digit uh, yield. In Zimbabwe, the average yield this year is less than one ton per hectare. I think it's somewhere around about 0.89 tons per hectare. You compare that to the tonnage in South Africa, which is about at six tons per hectare. That just shows you those disparities in production, even on a, a yield per hectare. Now, if then Zimbabwe's maize is estimated at 1.5 million tons, where is this estimate coming from? This is an estimate released by our colleagues at the United States Department of Agriculture Pretoria office, not in D.C. So there's a Pretoria office there. They have the Department of Agriculture attaches that travel into these countries and use various satellite imageries and, and visit the, the, the countries and talk to farmers and see yields. They came up with that number. In the past, the USDA numbers have been really good, which is why we went hesitant to even going out boldly and making a statement basing our view on these USDA numbers. Because if you look back in history and where the USDA numbers have been and how the Zimbabwean crop has turned out, is always really been uh, good on that. Now you take this, you compare with when Zimbabwe had a good season. Um, if you think back in 2020-21 season, Zimbabwe had had an ample harvest of about 2.7 uh, million tons. So this is almost half of what it was at the time. Uh, but of course, it's still a marginal improvement from a previous season now. That's the 20. Um, 21-22 season, which had a crop in Zimbabwe of around about 1.4 million tons. But I still think that this is a small crop. Now, to put it all into perspective, Zimbabwe consumes a year for human consumption and animal consumption about 2.2 million tons. That means then if the current harvest is estimated at 1.5 million tons, it is about 32% lower than what Zimbabwe needs. 
Now, to bridge this gap, Zimbabwe may have to import something like 500,000 tons or 700,000 tons to meet the 2.2 million tons. That's the estimate that is needed on that. But how did I then get to a million tons that I was talking about on Twitter? I got to the million tons because when one look at Zimbabwe, we have to also consider the fact that there's still what is called the Zimbabwe Grain Marketing Board, which is mandated to keep a minimum of half a million tons of strategic reserve in physical stock. That's my understanding. I've had discussion about this issue with Dr. Tinashe Kapuya, a friend of mine, and the others, which were saying, look, the, GM, the, 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 the GMB, which is the Grain Marketing Board, Zimbabwe's GMB, who does not really have to keep the physical stock because it can rot, all kinds of things can happen, but as long as they keep the money to be able to acquire that. And he has done, I mean, enormous work on Zimbabwe's grain, my, my friend, Dr. Tinash Kapuya. And he makes the point that in his work, he doesn't remember in recent past the time where Zimbabwe's GMB actually held a half a million tons of stock in, in, its, in its silos. So this is something to consider. But in, for the sake of completion, the argument that I was making, I was like, look, the mandate of these guys is half a million tons. And they have a shortfall of between half a million tons to 700,000 tons. And the minimum they need to import is about a million tons, which is how I arrived to the statistic that I shared um, on Twitter. As to whether the GMB decides to keep cash or physical stock, it's a different argument. And, and I get that. And given the difficult economic conditions in Zimbabwe, I myself do not think the GMB will be able to import that money. So it may be a theoretical figure. But the point is, if this is an information that is out there and the market is aware, we have to be thinking about the potential demand of maize that could come from Zimbabwe. So these are some of the key issues that we have to be thinking about. And hence, I made the point about the potential large maize needs that may come out of Zimbabwe in the near future. And of course, then the question is to say, does Zimbabwe really have to import from South Africa? It kind of have to, because remember, Zimbabwe has now, not like in the olden days, they've lifted the ban on the importation of genetically modified maize. And South Africa is largely genetically modified maize. Uh, roughly 80% of South Africa's maize is genetically modified, which is why in markets like Kenya and the others, you don't see South Africa participating aggressively in there because this is used as a non-tariff barrier. But in Zimbabwe, the authorities said, look, we, we will lift this up and allow the imports to come into the country when we need them. Now, the last seasons in Zimbabwe were really good and they didn't really import that much maize. Um, and in fact, in the 2022-23 marketing year, Zimbabwe's maize imports were around about 220,000 uh, tons. Some from South Africa, some came from Zambia. I still do think this time around, uh, Zambia will be one of the major suppliers to Zimbabwe combined with South Africa. If the GMB decides not to bring the stock, Zimbabwe may still need to bring about a half a million tons of maize into this country. So this is double the imports from the previous season. So this will present upward pressure on prices. And it's good for grain farmers and traders. If you're sitting in South Africa, you're a grain farmer. That's a good story because there's an extra demand and that may push prices up slightly um, on, on that. But as for the consumer in South Africa, I mean, this is really immaterial in a sense that we had already in our balance sheet for maize, if you look what we publish under the South African supply and demand balance sheet for grains, there's already a 3 million tons put on the side, accounted for the exports. 
So if we weren't aware about this and we didn't have allocations for exports, then this would have price implication um, that would be notable. But I don't think that it would be something. I mean, I know I've made the point that for farmers and traders, this is upside on prices. Upside in a sense that there's not going to be stocks in South Africa that may suppress prices, but I don't foresee a swing are really changing on a, on a prices because of these news, because the allocation of maize has already been, been there. So folks, those are some of the things I thought I'll take time this weekend to, 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 to speak about this thing. And I guess this will lead us to a question of saying, if that is the case, how should we be thinking about Zimbabwe's maize supplies in the following season where there are expectations of an El Nino which could lead to dry weather conditions and even a bad crop in Zimbabwe. And that's something I need to look at perhaps maybe in the coming week because it's a whole different conversation because we're looking now with a bit of a, a focus on food security uh, and looking into the next season. But I could do that in next week or the week thereafter. I'll see how we can uh, sequence the podcast. But I think let me limit today's commentary on this matter. Thank you so very much for listening, folks. My name is Wandi Lesilobo. I am an agricultural economist based in Pretoria. You can read more about some of the things that I write and even this article because there's an article that accompanies this conversation. I'll put the link to my blog um, on the description. I'll put the article on the blog, then the link to the blog in the description of this podcast. And you can read some of our stuff in the organization that I work for, which is the Agricultural Business Chamber, www.agbiz.co.za. Thanks for listening, folks.